Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I am Sarah C. Happy almost Halloween. Yes, the countdown for Halloween is definitely on, and yeah, we're coming to you guys via Skype today because, you know, we're just making it work, getting it in there for you. Getting it in. Um, oh, um, my God. Do you know what I have to bring to Ronnie's school on um, Wednesday? Pumpkin scones. Like, uh, that was, I, I, apparently I was late to the sign-up sheet. You know how sometimes it's like, bring cups, bring plates. Like, that's that's what I like to bring. You know, I... I what? I'm sorry. What kid wants to eat a scone? I, I mean, know! Come on. A scone? I never understood scones. They're just like, just have a biscuit then. Like, I... They're dry. It's dry. Food. Yeah. I was thinking I was going to buy them. And like, you know how they, there's like those little like cake bites instead? I was just going to send the wrong thing, you know, and just be like, oops, I thought that was a scone. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. No kid is going to like a dry pump. You don't want to make them. No, that would be a nightmare. Yeah. Um, I think they have mini ones. You could, you're you going to have to Google it. Oh, I know. I'm just like, oh, God. Here, you know, here we Why go. Why don't you make Katie's pumpkin cake she made with brown butter frosting make it out instead make a yeah cupcake. yeah something um oh my gosh yeah i think we're gonna i'm gonna project a scary movie against the house oh nice Hall- that's fun yeah and we'll see i know it's banned in california but judging by the neighborhood i don't think anyone's gonna listen here people have their candy shoots ready so I'm going to be prepared. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you live in like a, a little neighborhood where, you know, you feel safe or whatever, you can figure out how to do it safely, you can you make it work. Yep. All right. Well, we're not doing birthdays this week because we did an extended list last week because I just wasn't sure when we'd be back. So we covered the whole month. That's why it was so long. So we'll skip this week. We'll be back next week with the Novembers coming up. And yeah, so I have a little, not a lot's been going on, um, especially with VPR, but uh, little nuggets here and there. But first, since we are going to be talking about OC, um, Bronwyn's been quite active this past week. She's been on podcast, she's been posting. So she posted that her and Sean are now living separately, but they're still together. But then she doubled down and followed up with this post she did detailing how she actually is with someone they make her so happy just the thought of them makes her smile and they're you know it's a relationship right now well then her daughter had also posted f you mom on i believe instagram so people are wondering what that was about well i've come to find out the daughter is mad about the new relationship and i don't know if it's just mad that she's in a relationship or mad the kind of relationship she's in, but I have it on good authority. And again, allegedly, um, that she is with a woman right now. Yeah. That is her her new relationship. So stay tuned. Yeah. Should be interesting. I feel like she definitely laid that out there for everyone to that's a yeah. pretty good No shocker. Yeah. Um Yeah. So that's the scoop on that. Um, our scoop last week, you know, coming from a anonymous DM. Again, you guys got to take it all with a grain of salt. Could be true, may not be true. Um, it's weird to me that someone would make up that level of detail, specifically how their 
friends with these people and how and blah, blah. So that's weird to me, but it happens. People are very creative when it comes to DMs. Um, so whether or not it's true or whether or not maybe they just heard it, but it's not true. Um, Ariana has come out. Uh, one of you guys asked her in an IG post, you know, if it was true, she's the one leaving. And she said, no, um, I heard rumblings of that elsewhere as well. So she says she is not leaving VPR. I can't imagine, you know, who else would leave for the controversy. Like Katie needs a paycheck. James wouldn't want to leave. I mean, what do you think? Just not a true story. Uh, or it's just people speculating. I mean, they- definitely I've been watching everybody very closely. I have lots of screenshots this week of um, people sending me, sh- you know, uh, shots of the cast members, you know, proving that they're pregnant or not and stuff like that. So I'm definitely watching that. I'd say the biggest front runner for the pregnancy rumor is still Katie just because such little activity. Um, and the screenshots that I did get of her that were, you know, on either Tom stories or whatever were a little suspicious. You know, she's definitely uh, staying out of the spotlight. Yeah, I agree with that. Although there was a post with a martini in front of her. It was like within the last couple of weeks. But, you know, we've played that game before. Mm-hmm. Kristen was spotted and, you know, posts um uh, posting about drinking and doing shots so I mean she was again. there's a there's a video of her shotgunning a beer so I don't think exactly. it's her but who who knows I mean do yeah. you um yeah but yeah the the thing that's definitely um throwing me off is the the person who's leaving because of I feel like that possibly could be something that is said in conversation like maybe the person threatened them and didn't really mean it or something like that so the information that this person provided still could have been true you know, you never know. Like, yeah. I don't know. Someone could have. like, they feel like, I don't even want to come back with all this going on. It's yes. just too much. Yes. And, you know, uh, like, you in a moment, you could say, that, like, I mean, there's definitely been moments of podcasting where I'm like, I-, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Either when we're getting hate or something happens where I feel like we've given so much and it's not worth it anymore. I've absolutely said those words to Sarah. I'm like, I'm done. You know, so maybe that was really put out into the atmosphere and now that person's just like waiting and I mean it is horrible what's going on right now and I I would definitely be questioning if I was going to be coming back on the cast too so I I feel like that it could be a number of people but I don't really think anyone's going to follow through with that and um you know there was never a formal announcement that uh producer Jerry was you know uh setting sail for around the world like there's who knows who else is part of the the whole ring of change I don't know yeah the only other option could be not maybe because of controversy but well it could be controversy between Brigate the editing is Sheena I don't think she would ever leave but if she left because she had that other opportunity on E that's that's a possibility yeah, absolutely. And I think that that would be a big surprise because, like you said, um, people wouldn't think that she would leave. But um, I would definitely think that out of everybody, if anybody has been planning, uh, you know, uh, a move. She, yeah, I like she's probably the one who is most business savvy in that way of looking, always looking for her options because I feel like she has the most options. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's just that type of person that if anyone could go on to either join another cast or have a different show or something like that, it's definitely Sheena. 
Yeah, for sure. Like it's not going to be, I, I would be really surprised to hear that anybody else was, no one else is, is interesting like that right now on yeah, their own. You don't think like if they do a new Hills reboot that like Katie will be a main <laughs> cast member of that? <laughs> no. <laughs> really? Huh. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> Uh, podcasts. So I listened to Lisa Vanderpump's. I really don't enjoy her podcast because um, sometimes I don't even, I, I'm not really that interested in her guest. But what she does, you know, a lot of people used to say this about Heather McDonald or they used to say it about Sheena. They over talk their guests. They don't let them finish questions, their stories, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I know um, definitely Sheena's improved and changed that. I know Heather has too. Um, and I know that's something they both talked about when they were on each other's podcast, that that's a lot of the stuff they get. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's one thing they both worked on. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, Heather used to be pretty. It was like, come on, let the person finish. Wow. She sure got a taste of her own medicine because Lisa will not let her finish a thought, an answer. It's it's really annoying because it it's like I, I wanted to hear this story or I wanted to hear her answer but she just keeps interrupting her it's she needs I don't see anyone giving her constructive criticism or feedback and her taking it in well though hmm. LVP I mean it's almost worth listening to just so you can hear that dynamic and you can tell Heather's getting frustrated but she's you know she wants to be on this podcast obviously so she's just dealing with it of course yeah but it's it was very distracting. Oh wow! Say. Anyways, uh, went over to Lala and Rand's podcast because they had a surprise guest on, um, which was uh, the no other than Celebrity Bo. No, uh, I read the description and it said special guest, Mister Funny Man, Halloween star. Um, and he leaves us out with a really spooky, you know, crazy Halloween laugh or something. And I was like, what is this? So I listened. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, literally all, like, it's not even true. Bo was like, uh, no, I'm actually, Randall's like, you're Mr. Halloween costume. Ah! And Bo's like, actually, I'm kind of over it. Stassi's been buying Halloween stuff for two months, and I'm just kind of over it, ready for Christmas. Um, and then, so whatever they're talking and I guess Randall and Lala are going over to their house on Halloween. So they're talking about costumes. And it sounds like Stassi's dressing up with some kind of like belly, you know, like probably like alien, like something coming out of her belly. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so when Bo is like, they're saying goodbye, Bo, you know, Randall's like, we'll see you on Halloween. And he's like, <laughs> oh. And then Bo goes, happy Halloween. Like, Okay, is that super funny? I mean, it's okay. Happy Halloween. When he did that, Randall, I swear to God, it was like five months. I was like, what the fuck? It, how do you laugh like that? I mean, he, I told you he was doing it last week. It was out of control, but I just, he's back full force. I don't think I can ever listen again because it's just jarring. I have to pull my headphones off my ears and be like, oh, I don't uh, know what's going on. I might need to just listen to that part just to hear it. Yeah, it's in the first half because it's the one where they interview Bronwyn. So I think it's like, they call Bo like 
10 minutes into the, that podcast, so it's not it's not far. Do, okay, so um, when they interview Bronwyn, does, do they have like a, a, a moment about sobriety? That's the whole thing. Okay. That's that's all they're talking about. So. And anything well, anything uh, anything interesting in that or no? Just no. Um, Lala chokes up. Well, just interesting. I guess I don't know. She Bronwyn messaged Lala asking how she does it, filming VPR sober, and I don't know. I just. Yeah. Okay. I mean, good for them. That's I guess all I'll say. Yeah. But like, no, nothing groundbreaking or anything you have to listen to where. They share, like she said, shared the story of, okay, what was the last Like the moment why or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we've already heard it before. It's like Miami. And then Shane said, you take one more drink to go in rehab. Oh, I can't go to Aspen if I, you know. Yeah. It's just everything we've already heard. So, Um, yeah. Lala and Bo or Lala and Randall said they will not be wearing costumes um, to Stassi and Bo's party because they are lame and boring. That's the other breaking news. So, see, not a lot's been happening. Um, I think that's it. Like, uh, you and I want to do, well, you already did a partial tour, but we want to do a tour of the Port Street neighborhood in Newport Beach to do a little drive-by on the houses. Yeah. Um... Yeah, totally. I th- I think I think Daisy needs it to go for a little walk. <laughs> <laughs> or not. We can just take the stroller. Yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe like like we'd step it up, you know, where we like learn to not be as creepy and so we'll actually put her in, you know. I just didn't, <laughs> we didn't want to bring her to LA the first time, you know. That's that's annoying. That's a long drive if there's a little hiccup, you know. Right. Yeah, that sounds fun. But yeah, I'm I'm so excited because um, yeah, I stayed up and found each address. <laughs> found it, it, it. It wasn't very hard. It's I mean it's right there. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But yeah, I'm excited. Anything else going on in the? I also wanted to call my friend who almost bought Shannon Bedore's first house um, and see. I know that there is that neighborhood is like. It's like a in to the you know wealthy people of Newport Beach. It means something. Like I forget what she said about it. Like she almost took one for the team and bought in that area for her children because it is not a place that you buy or or rent if you're trying to. It's not like a who's who of Newport Beach. You know what I mean? Like it's inland mm-hmm. compared to where their other places are and stuff. So um, I want to call her and get some insight on on that too. Yeah, for sure some neighborhood insight maybe yeah exactly okay anything else before we get into oc no i think that's it all right well you guys first i want to talk about our sponsor this week mod cloth uh you have heard us talk about them before but just as a reminder um what mod cloth is about it's about about making getting dressed fun um they're an independently owned company all about perfect fits for every body type, unique mood boosting prints, vintage inspired clothing, versatile styles that make you look good, but more importantly, feel good. So you can find your joy at modclock.com. Um, 
I went on and was looking at things. Right now, they've got a lot of holiday stuff. They've got a lot of Halloween. Like, you can get Halloween sweaters, but they also have a lot of Halloween stuff on sale, like right, like 40% off right now. So you might want to quickly check that out before Halloween comes and goes. But they've already got holiday stuff up, like, you know, if you have a holiday cocktail party, cocktail dress or gowns, a lot of them that are uh, really cool looking, very festive, uh, really flattering and rich looking, very luxe. Um, but there's really something for everyone up there. There's a home decor section. There's all sorts of clothing, like outerwear, shoes, handbags, accessories. They have jewelry with um, little kitschy things or trending things like a vote bracelet and earrings or charm necklaces, that sort of thing. So go check it out. Yeah, they also, yeah, some of the dishes that they have are so cute. And they have, like, the home decor is adorable. Like, they, I'm looking at this little, um, there's a little cat like bath mat that's adorable and a, totally a little pan that could be like for Sheena's enchiladas that I'm looking at that you know would be cute to bring over and not just like I'll always run out and just get the like the aluminum pan you know and yeah. be like here you go well then you can just crumple it up and throw it away mm-hmm. I know but, <laughs> but I always want like the Sheena looking deluxe one you know yeah it's not very you because you are all about uh, I need a little bit. extra yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you guys go check it out. Go to modcloth.com. That's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and enter code PUMPERS at checkout and you'll get 20% off your purchase of $75 or more, including sale items. So definitely go check out those sales. Um, you can't use the promo code with any other offers, but you know, 20% off $75, that's a great deal. So again, go to modcloth.com enter pumpers for 20% off your first order of $75 or more. Yes. All right. So into OC, we, I kind of like this part. It's Emily and Kelly. Um, and I just have to say at the beginning of this, mm-hmm. I had a hard time with this episode. Um, yeah. A lot of people said it was pretty boring. I don't know. Like when we dissect it, like right now, like we're going to do, like it's, it seems like it was meaty and it had a lot of stuff in there, but, um, I, I had a hard time. Like it was like, come on. Like I, 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 it felt like I knew what was coming and I, you know, I haven't watched this franchise in a year. So it was very bizarre to be able to kind of anticipate what was happening. Mm-hmm. Well, I like, I kind of have a feeling that Emily and Gina came out together in a pact like they met before and said you know what look both of us were probably on the chopping block like maybe gonna be let go Mm -hmm. um and so let's bring it let's have each other's back let's go balls to the wall and just put everything out there start some controversy start some drama because they both are and i i like it i'm here for it because i like both of them but emily just kicks it off like kelly's talking to emily about how shannon contacted her and uh, Emily's like, why? Because her two asshole friends are gone now? <laughs> like, she just goes right in there. And I noticed this throughout the whole episode is they kept referencing Tamra a lot or Vicky and Tamra. And, you know, I was thinking about it. On other shows where a cast member leaves, they re- really don't reference or talk about that person. You know, okay, like, so I, I, I heard a theory on this. Huh. I heard that the theory was is Tamra was asked to be a friend of... Um, not Vicky, but Tamara. And so during the first 
couple months of filming. That's why you keep hearing Shannon ref or uh, Tamara referenced because she was going to be a friend of. But as they were negotiating, she thought that that was going to like by what she was doing, she thought it was going to change her into you know the full time member, and they didn't. And she pulled out because she did not want to be a friend of. So that's why it's like feeling weird, and like Tamara keeps inserting herself in. But that's because Tamara was trying to get in in the first mm-hmm. couple of months. Like someone proved it in the timeline of like how like the filming and like in her contract which is crazy oh that makes sense that's interesting because yeah, yeah it's it's not it's like oh I talked to Tamara or ta- yeah it's like it wasn't making sense they don't do that like you know one said oh I was hanging out with Lydia last weekend it's like huh you know or any, any other jersey oh you know I was with the twins and you're like once they're off the show they're not referenced again well the only reason why like before I heard that theory that I was kind of just going with it is I mean they did that to Faith they made her part of the Vanderpump rules she was part of the whole year or who mm-hmm. else did they did that to someone else too where they kept bringing them up anyone that's left you know they like they bring them up but the Tamara one felt very like you could tell each time they were bringing her up, it was a storyline. It wasn't just a mention. It was like a very much, like there was like a, an action behind everything that she was brought up with. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, then Emily goes on and saying basically she's just a follower. Um, she just followed the other two, did what they told her, that they, they were in her ear and... Um, I'm really yeah. triggered by that because I feel like sometimes that I fall into that category and I feel like, um, like, like I'm kind of excited for Shannon and I feel like everyone else is too, where it's like, let's see what mm-hmm. Shannon can do without that outside force. Cause it is hard when your friends are, yeah. you know, that sort of character you do kind of fall. So I'm like, I'm kind of excited to see Shannon on her own and have to kind of like answer for her own you know activity that she's gonna do but um yeah I do like and I think they are kind of drumming up drama to drum up drama because like I said last week I thought she was gracious at Gina's apartment I don't feel like she dissed her apartment when talking to Bronwyn I think Bronwyn was the one dissing it and Shannon was just kind of like yeah it's sad like I think she meant the overall situation you know Um, yeah and then that got twisted in the party towards the end was like, she called your place sad and depressing. And I'm like, that is not what I heard. No, you know, that wasn't her. And then she was also really gracious when Bronwyn confided in, you know, in the van or whatever. Um, so there's, there's definitely really positive traits to Shannon. Like I believe her when she said, don't worry, I won't tell anyone. Like I believe her. She oh won't. yeah. And I, I think that's the type of person that she is. I think when you're with her, you know, like everything is cool. And then, you know, she does say it's things get twisted, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see how it all unfolds. Because same, I felt this, I had like each time that she's been confronted with kind of an awkward situation, like that's how I would hope that my friend would talk to me. You know, I, I would hope she'd be like, oh, it's cute. I like what you did to your little place. You know, like it, she was nice. And about the drinking thing, like, it was, like, she didn't order a drink. She, like, she was fine mm-hmm. with just having sparkling water or whatever, you know? Yeah. Especially after what we heard that she was drinking very heavily all the time. But then again, you'll have to also understand her life was devastated and her husband cheated on her multiple times and left, you know, like, she's yeah. in the worst time of her life. Yeah. So I cannot judge anyone for drinking. Um 
So, uh, well, speaking of Shannon, we can jump back to the other scenes, but I just thought since we're talking about her, what? Okay, well, definitely Penta is sponsoring her. Do you see all those bottles on that table? <laughs> like, if I don't get some Penta water ASAP, I'm going to freak out. Like, I've been wanting to stop at Whole Foods just to go get one, and I haven't done it, but it is on my list of to-dos. Okay, I'm going to post a clip of this and tag Penta because we would love to be advertised for you since we're doing it for free anyways. You could just maybe send us a case of water. Like, that's cool. Like, I mean, after, like, first, so I wanted to, anytime I see, like, a displayed thing that they're trying to push, it immediately makes me want to buy it. But then after I heard you say that it's, like, you know, what it does for you, like, now I literally, my throat needs it. Yeah, I used to bring it camping, like, in Big Bear because, A, the elevation, but, B, if we'd be drinking a lot, it really would help with a hangover. So you're extra hydrated for multiple reasons. Um, speaking of aiming low, when I'm just asking for a free case of water in exchange for an ad, um, I, it just made me laugh because it made me think of, I had asked Julia, I said, what would be your favorite, like your biggest dream come true or your biggest wish? What would your wish be? Um, and I was about to say, you know, short of, winning the lottery what would your number two be but before I even said that she goes winning ten thousand dollars and I just I was like ten thousand dollars that I go why are you aiming so low like why not say the lottery or a million dollars or she's like I don't know she's like I don't want to be like I just I need ten thousand dollars right now I'm like well then ask for a million like if you have a wish there's no conditions on the list like why would you just shortchange yourself and ask for ten thousand dollars that's funny it was just weird i was like who says that i'm like when people say a million or a billion or yeah <laughs> i just no, or keep it open open-ended you know so that it's you know let the universe bring to you what it may <laughs> you know I think she thought she had a better chance of getting the wish if she was reasonable about it that's so funny it's just like a weird, weird answer. Yeah. Um, okay, so they're at the meeting with Shannon and her business partners, and I'm just really confused. Is real for real a food line or a skincare line? Um, okay, I have that in my notes to ask you because I thought maybe I missed something. I thought that – so let me just say, see if I got this right. I thought that during the flashbacks um, and then of like David putting her down and everything, they were kind of saying the food line, maybe she made some poor choices and it didn't quite work out. But then yeah. I saw little like oil bottles, like doTERRA yeah. oil bottles, and so is she – I was so confused. I'm like, what is what is happening? What what is her business? And then it said food scientist. I'm like, well, maybe she's doing skincare with like live raw products, kind of like Eminence does a little bit, you know, or um, Lush. Yeah, you know, um, because of the little vials that confused me too. I'm like, if it's food, I don't want my food created out of little vials. But you know, I know she said the mistakes like that cream cheese salmon or whatever the hell that was. Like, I, I don't get it. Is it food or is it skincare? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it was. I did not get a food vibe. But, oh, here's a little picture of it. Real for Real Lemonade Daily by Shannon Storms Bedore. Supports immune health, increases energy, supports uh, metabolic health, promotes heart and respiratory health. So it's a little, oh, it's a dietary supplement. Uh, it's always been a dream of mine to promote a healthy product and blah, 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 blah. Oh, I like that it's lemon. That's very on brand for her. Like her lemons and her mm -hmm. health and cute. 
Okay, well, that makes sense. And the vial and the food scientist and the... Okay. All right. Real for real. Okay, so she's not doing the cream cheese salmon anymore. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I kind of got the vibe that like that didn't work out. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, I mean, I don't know about you. I buy all my food products on QVC. <laughs> I do love QVC, though. I've never watched it. Oh, it's... Unless uh, yeah. it's on The Housewives, then I've seen it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Lisa Rinna going there and stuff. But. Yeah. All right, over to Elizabeth's family. Um, I really liked her family. I really liked Jimmy. What were your thoughts on that? Ugh. Um... <laughs> Clearly not the same. To me, I, it's just a bit like I, I, every time the camera goes to her, it's just such a red flag. I feel like she's projecting something. I don't know what it is. Like, um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Her energy is so uh, different to me, like different than any housewife I've ever seen before. And um, I mean, it's interesting. I'm interested, but I like I am very guarded. I don't know. I don't. Like, I'm not, like, a fan, and I'm not not a fan. I'm just, like, I'm kind of perplexed. I just, yeah, I, I don't definitely quite... different energy than the rest, for sure. Yeah, um, like, I almost want, I don't know if this is offensive, but it's almost, like, kind of, like, a masculine energy, which... Um, yeah, I was going to say athletic, like, she's the girl getting in there in the soccer game when the other girls are in their heels on the beach with a martini. Which know? I feel like it's it's pretty common, um, like, a businesswoman, like, she, I had a boss like her, you know, that was just, like that like she was good at what she did and it was so um you were attracted to her energy because she was always working and always hustling it was like a hustle energy and I get that from her um too I just I'm I don't know I feel like she is confused a little bit about where her place is right now so I think as the show goes on and she becomes better friends with everyone and we kind of get to see more of her maybe like it'll settle in a little bit um, what did you think of her family and Jimmy then? Um, nice. I mean, nice. Jimmy, I, I don't know. I am just weird. I just get like, I'm just like, I'm like WTF. I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, we need to see more, but you know, at first I thought they, they first showed that picture. He looked so much younger, but then seeing him, he's like, no, they look, you know, okay. And he's a IT executive. So I'm like, okay. He's got his own stuff going on. The, yeah. You know. It just worries me. It worries me on how she describes her own relationship. Like, I'm not even getting into the no sex thing and all that. I don't care about that. I'm mm -hmm. talking more about how, like, she literally admits that, like, they're codependent upon each other. Like, that to me, I'm not sure that I would want to share that, like, oh, yeah, this is, like, my boyfriend and he's, you know, I don't know. There's There was just something weird, like, in that, in how she describes it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I want her to be, like, able to, like, I just hope that, you know, when these women go through the divorce and everything, like, you want to see them be able to stand up on their own two feet and, you know, be, like, good with themselves, and then a partner comes along. You know, it just worries me a little bit when they have these partners that maybe, you know, they didn't heal everything that happened, and there they are. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I did um, like her. I thought it was funny that she brought up the Balboa Bay Club shoes that she was wearing. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I used to go to the Balboa Bay Club with one of my friends who lived right in that area where we're all talking about. Her dad had a um, a membership at the Balboa Bay Club, and we would just go in there, and you know, we would be like literally like children sitting at like a full on fine dining restaurant mm-hmm. with all of these men that were in there just doing business and we would just order chicken fingers you know mac and cheese whatever soda and then just peace out you know you don't pay anything it just goes right on the tab and it was amazing I'd yeah. never I'd never experienced anything like that before <laughs> I've only been to like food and wine festivals there but I dated a guy and his like best friend his dad had the same kind of thing like one of those suites yeah and he would say he would just stay there all the time like actually live there and yeah he'd be like yeah, he he was like he had a car detailing business or something. And he'd be like, yeah, but then I'd go in the sauna with these old businessmen, and we'd be talking Dow Jones and Wall Street Journal, and then he's like, they, they'd have no idea that I'm like crashing in my buddy's dad's suite here, and then you know going and detailing their Bentley. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so he would tell me stories about that, but yeah, yeah it sounded fun. Yeah. Um, that was a long time ago. Uh, okay, next scene. Um. I really loved Gina and Emily getting drunk because we never really see Emily really like let loose like that. Um, And it was fun. And I loved them talking shit. And I loved Gina like getting balls and be like, let's call her right now. I loved when they were because, you know, she heard Bronwyn talking shit on her condo. But I love how they threw it back and they're like 8,000 square feet. She's like, that just means you're an asshole. And then also that you rent you rent an 8,000 square foot she's like you're an asshole (laughs) and it's like 20 grand a month I'm like yeah who does that yeah I mean people do that who are going through something where they can't buy at the moment you know what I mean like like I the bolinos and the curtains well it's why Shannon is renting right now Shannon is renting right now because there's no way she's going to buy a house and chance going through this divorce and everything and how, you know, like she, sometimes you just have to rent to make it through and then set your life up. And yeah, well, Bronwyn's, she couldn't buy off $1.4 million, but she can't buy anything in Newport for that. She can't buy anything in Huntington for that. Well, I'm sure she's making money from the show too. That's, yeah. That's just what that she was got. Just her, yeah. Yeah. That was just her settlement, but she's got to live like her lifestyle and rent, you know, I mean, whatever. I don't, I don't think she could even rent off of that, to be honest. That with that amount that she's paying, like she's, there's no way. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Um. So then Emily's like, yeah, I don't even know. Like, does Sean even have a real job? And clearly, like Bronwyn was on Andy, and he was asking her. She's like, I don't know. Like, she doesn't even really know what he does. So then they were joking, like he. He's probably a hooker, and that's what that Irvine apartment is for. He's like a jiggle or something. And then Gina's like, uh, I can't imagine anyone sleeping with him with all those necklaces. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and Emily's like, you mean his immunity idol? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I when he was at that party that I was at, he was wearing one. Because <laughs> uh, I was like, what? Like, why is uh, the heart of Tafiti here, you know, from Moana? And, yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, I totally felt the same way about this scene. I liked it. I liked seeing two moms let loose, have a fun night out, order skinny margaritas, eat food. It was very refreshing. And um, and yes, I 100% got the vibe that you said that they 
you know, both said to each other, we're going to bring it this season and, you know, let's see what happens. Now, yeah, and then Emily calls Tamara Lucifer. So Tamara tells Bronwyn what Gina said about that text. So what did you think about Sean's text to Gina? Did you get a creepy vibe or did you just get like a, oh, I just want to make sure you made it home okay, like because it was an Uber. And it was nice, like, I think if he had said it was nice to finally meet you, I think that's totally normal. What, what did, did you what, think? What did it say? Did it say it was fun hanging out with you? It was really nice spending some time with you. No, I thought, here's the deal. I I wonder, and who knows if this is true, so this is where it gets like a little tricky. It kind of depends on how he was acting that night. She claims that he was a little, or someone said that she said that, that it, things were a little touchy-feely and, and you know, whatever, intimate. Um, that coupled with that text I feel like feels different if it wasn't if it was just a completely friendly night and he literally was getting her an uber and checking up on her that's very nice um and then when in the scene where Bronwyn kind of asked him she's like how are you feeling since this is what's said about you you know he's like well it's awkward but I don't know like I don't know I I'm kind of on the fence I'm waiting to hear more um, but I do have to say from my experience, um, seeing them and the people that they were seeing when at the party that I was at and everything, um, it is in line on the side of Gina. Yeah. You get the vibe. Yes. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, I also think they're very nice. I think they're very nice. He seems very nice. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with if you're into a threesome, cool, you know, as long as everyone's into it. There's nothing wrong with that, you know, but I just, uh, I'm, I kind of am interested to see how it's all going to unfold. Oh, speaking of, last night I was walking, coming back, and it was like dark, but it was early. You know, it gets yeah. dark early now. Mm-hmm. I think I discovered my neighbors a couple doors down are swingers. What? It's very weird situation because so I walk up and I'm like I had seen for half a block I'm like damn who are they it was like smoking hot couple the man was smoking hot the woman was beautiful and they were hanging outside the sidewalk of this neighbor and I know this neighbor pretty well um their dogs are always in my yard and um I'm like why are they just standing over I thought well if you're walking by sometimes neighbors stop and talk over that little brick wall you know yeah um, at the front patio. I'm like, oh, maybe they're just walking by and they're chatting with them. Well, then as I get closer, then the woman comes out and she's like, and she is decked out in this mini, she's tiny, this mini black velvet dress with a sweetheart top of flares, like very sexy, very Halloweeny or swingery, depending. I, at first I was like, oh, maybe they're having a Halloween party. I'm like, why are they having a Halloween party on Thursday? And also, the house was very quiet. I investigated later, went to the alley, because I thought, well, I'll get the backside of the party, right? Yeah. Um, And then the couple dressed, the guy was just dressed normally, like jeans and a white button-up, and the girl was just, but it was like a slinky sexy, like a a leather skirt with like a slinky top, very uh, eyes wide shut-ish. Mm-hmm. And so then my neighbor walks up, so they're lingering outside. If you're friends, you would just open the little gate and walk in and then knock on the door. 
But if you're not friends, you don't know each other, you're not quite sure, do we go in or do we wait out here? Like, it was very awkward. Hmm. So then I had seen the whole transaction and then the neighbor comes out in her, like, dress and she's like, oh, she's like, hi. And she gives them, like, a half hug, like a Sarah hug, like a tap, pat kind of thing. She's like, um, just come back this way guys um thank you for coming but it was very awkward like they clearly didn't know each other but they were going in there for a reason but it wasn't like a halloween party it was very awkward and i weird i think that's what was happening so i'm gonna keep my eye on that situation wow (laughs) anyways so back to um, well i was just speaking of swingers I mean, yeah, I like I am so interested in that whole like uh, like it's such like a secret underground world, you know, and it's just it's it's so interesting that it's people that you would never think too. like, um, mm-hmm. you know, like Bronwyn and Sean were at the party that I was at. They brought their kids like it was like a f- daytime party. You would just never think that like people have other things going on in their life that you just never know. You never know. I don't know. Right. Um, okay, then the scene, I loved, I'm sure you loved this scene of Brown one rolling up to Shannon's in a minivan. Yes. And Shannon's <laughs> like, a, a van? <laughs> a van? Yeah. And, uh, uh yeah, Brown one's driving, uh, that was hilarious, you know, it's probably, her nanny probably drives that. Uh, yeah. Good point. Like, every time that she, like, shoots a scene and she's having, like, a quiet conversation either with Sean or by herself or, like, like when she went home and crawled into bed. Like, I am never able to go home and crawl into bed and have a moment to even take a breath by myself. Oh, I have two children. children. I have two <laughs> children. And my children are older than her kids. You know what I mean? Like, she has, like, three younger than my kids. Like, I, I I, don't even... The one um, Ronnie played with a lot, but, um, yeah. Ronnie saw her on TV yesterday and was like, oh, my gosh, like, am I famous? I'm like, no, she is, <laughs> but um, that was funny, though. <laughs> but, yeah, those, those, you know, like, I, I couldn't... Like, I, I don't know how these women juggle filming like Gina like Emily all of them you know like with their kids like okay kids get out of the way it's time for me to do a scene like that's that's got to be you got to keep them quiet like right now I'm podcasting Daisy just went down for a nap and so I'm like in Ronnie's room Skyping praying to God that she's going to continue this nap until I can finish like that's I'm hoping for an hour you know what I mean and I listened yesterday to um, Robin Dixon. She's a Potomac housewife on Heather McDonald's. And the whole time, you could tell it was a Zoom one. Um, her kids, just, like she'd be talking. She's like, yeah. And then there was infidelity. And then her kids, and her kids are older, like I'd say eight and 10 or whatever. And they're like, what does that mean? Infidelity. She's like, get out of here. Mind your own business. And then she's like, oh, yeah. And then this person stole all my money. And, and another kid would pop it. Did you get your money back? Like, she couldn't say anything. Because if she even thought they were out of the room, they were hovering. And then they'd run in. And then the one's like, she's like, go, I'm, I'm doing work. And he's like, mom, mom, mom. He's like, she's like, what? He's like, I finished my geography. And it's just like, exactly. And they're older. Yeah. So how they do you do love it? listening. You know, it's just like, oh. Um, so what I found interesting was, you know, not just what Brownwyn told Shannon about her sobriety, but that it was her mom 
Like, okay. 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 I have so many questions. Tell me about her mother. Like, I did. I I didn't think we could get more iconic than Lydia's mother. Who is her mother? Okay, you need to watch parts of last season. Then you don't have to watch the whole season. I mean, her mother, she looked like a like a. Yeah, you know, she's a doctor. What? In Orange County. Yeah. You need to go back and just watch a little bit. Maybe I can look at the episodes and just tell you which episodes to watch. Because um, one, Bronwyn really explains it, but I'll give you the nutshell. So is her, na- her name's Dr. Brown? Or is it something else? Um, I ha- forget. Okay, I'll have to look it up because I'm so curious now. When I Because I, okay. I have in my notes, ask Sarah WTF. Like, I was so confused. Yeah, no, for sure she makes Lydia's mom look like a real doctor. She, well, you know, so she looks like Betsy Johnson, kind of that vibe. But she was like in the 70s and 80s, she was a rock a rocker she was in a really popular LA band she was like the lead singer and they lived that rock and roll lifestyle just touring around and she would bring Bronwyn with her so like at five years old Bronwyn was like in a room with rock stars they were doing drugs and she grew up with that and then her mom would ditch her with her grandfather Um, so Bronwyn was raised by him a lot but it was just a, a lot of abandonment, a lot of back and forth. And then when they were together, super unhealthy environments um, for a young child. So there's a lot of issue there. Um, you know, you you dump me, you put me in inappropriate situations, blah, blah, blah. And her mom just never takes ownership. She's like, well, you turned out fine. You know, it's fine. It's oh. fine. She's very combative. But then, so after like the rock star phase of her life in the, I think, 80s, she decided to go to medical school and become a doctor. And I forget what kind of doctor. I want to say like pediatric, but maybe it's like mental health. I'll have to go back to. But I'm like, after watching her and she got into some fights last season with people, like after watching her behavior, like ain't no way I'm going to that doctor, no matter what kind of stuff she practices. Like she seems off her rocker. Yeah. Um. And then to hear this, that she was blackmailing. So because of all of this, that it came out last season, how her mother did kind of look bad. Like a lot of people liked her mother and thought, cause she's so crazy and kooky. And, um, but really when you think about some of the things Bronwyn said that happened throughout her life, it didn't make her look doctor. Was it Dr. Deb? It Dr. didn't make Deb, her, yeah. it didn't make her look good. And I'm sure that's probably affecting your business. So she's like, you better take all of that back and say you were wrong and lying. None of that happened. Or I'm going to tell everyone that you're an alcoholic and was blackmailing her. And then she ended up starting off by telling Tamara. So that's where Bronwyn just was like, okay, well, I guess I got to tell people I wasn't ready for this because it's only been two weeks. I wasn't ready to come out, but uh, it's better it comes from me than the Tamara train. So pretty yeah. shitty, pretty shitty. And one more reason, I'm I'm not a fan of Doctor Deb. Wow, dude. Yeah. So I'll I'll look for an episode or two for you to watch, and that's all you really need to see because she's not in all of them, you know. Just but there is like one or two dedicated to kind of that storyline last year. Interesting. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like Bronwyn has such an interesting life, and just like with all the children she has, like it's so. Like her, 
her story is just crazy because it's like how is she doing this all and I I think I love that she's showing that she's not doing it all and that she has problems and I'm sure that's so powerful for so many people to watch you know her admit that she has a problem and all of that so um but at the same time she's she's never worked she doesn't know what her cell phone provider is she doesn't know what her husband does but then she's making fun of Gina who I thought this was really interesting that Emily said Gina gets no spousal support um, and I don't think she ever worked and no child support and I'm like wow so she she and she bought that condo which props she bought a condo in South Orange County like that's not easy to do you have to have some money um, so she bought it on her own obviously with her housewife money what she could afford so that's awesome I think she has family helping her too I think all of it is a little bit hard to watch if you're truly struggling I think a lot of these women have help that maybe some of us don't you know what I mean like if we went through a hard time like that it would be like the end and they're Mm -hmm. still able to survive you know I don't know I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure their family helps her, but they were on last season quite a bit too, her parents. And they're just very normal, average, I think middle of the road folks out in Jersey. They definitely do not seem, you know. Oh, I thought uh, they were very, um, like supportive of her. Like, you know, like they would do anything to get her a down payment and get her into a place, you know. Yeah, if they can, for sure. I'm sh- I'm sure they did or would. Yeah. But they, I'm just saying they're not coming from, um, like, there's the other Gina on New Jersey where her parents are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cajillionaires or whatever. They just like I think. I just like I guess I guess I, like I'm like using my own experience. Like even if my parents wanted to help me, like they like they literally could not. Like I'm on my own. You know what I mean? Like and yeah, yeah. some some people have a little bit more than that. I don't know. Um, but I. I'm wondering if the the how Bronwyn has kind of harped on Gina and it's a very much a storyline right now of comparing you know someone living a certain way versus another if it's foreshadowing something that's going to happen you know what mm-hmm. I mean like maybe she is going to have to realize like yikes you know I don't know and that's a whole nother story providing for seven kids dear lord yeah yeah, I would think that would they'd have that pretty locked in. Um, yeah. They've been together for so long. They have all them. I don't wonder if he's living in the Irvine sex apartment or if he got his own house. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't you know. know. He wouldn't be able to have all seven kids if they shared custody at the sex apartment. I just... Um... I mean, I like it without being too judgy, obviously, like I, I am interested to see how it's all going to unfold um, just because I don't see, I feel like a lot of Bronwyn's story is like about, um, you know, feeling safe as a child and things like that. Like, I, I just don't think that that would make me feel very safe being a little kid and my dad doesn't live in the house, but them telling me everything's fine. Like, it seems like that would be disrupt like a normal life a little bit Mm -hmm. so I'm interested to see and dude I am all for like like in the theory of what she's doing I am all for that like redefine marriage like I am like let's like I want to see what happens like I'm definitely interested yeah well stay tuned yeah all right Uh, anything else or um Oh, I, I, the other thing that I thought that was just a little bit funny was the, um, 
at Annabelle's birthday party, how uh, the kid Bronwyn, one of Bronwyn kids, go, "We're in the middle of nowhere," and she's like, "No, we're in Laguna Niguel," <laughs> which, is, which is so beautiful and nice. Like, what the hell? and it literally is like maybe eleven minutes from where they live if you take the toll road. Like, it's eleven minutes. It's not the middle of nowhere. It's like right up the street. So yeah, uh, that was uh, that. If they were going to Cota de Casa, I'd be like, the kid is right, but Laguna. Right. Miguel, no. Exactly. Cota de Casa, yes. But Laguna Niguel has one of the most beautiful hotels ever down there, the Ritz, you know? Yeah. Right, built into the cliff. It's stunning, but that's funny. Yeah, that yeah. but that part, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's it. So I'm I'm thinking that since this episode was like a little like we we had to like really get into the stories and see what's going on this season I'm hoping next week is you know we get we get to pop in and it looks like in the preview Shannon goes off and she's like don't tell me what I said or like something and and like anytime Shannon loses it it's always like such an iconic tv moment because she's so like I wish I could get into a fight like that with my friends like where like I could just like spout off like that like that's the great part about the housewives is they have these moments where you know they're like don't tell me what What? I don't know it's kind of like moment or flashes of Taylor Armstrong like they they have that neurotic yes panic attack where they freak out and they're so boisterous and they're just like dramatic about it where it literally takes them like like when it happens when they get set off it takes a while to calm them down you know what I like that is the best type of reality tv freak out that you can have so I'm excited to see what happens and yeah. And I'm excited to see Kelly move in, you know, to the the street. Hopefully we'll um we'll try to get that we'll try to get the info and put it in our Facebook group of their houses because um that'll be yeah. fun to see. And yeah, if you guys haven't joined our Facebook group, check it out. Um it's Vanderpump Rules Party. It's a closed Facebook group, private Facebook group, so you can, you know, see what's going on without looking crazy to your friends. And also, please leave us a five star review on iTunes, or just the, the five stars is cool. If you want to rate, yeah, a cool you guys review, like, we love it. We're 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 hanging on by a thread here with the podcast. You know, we're trying to make it work. You know, we we don't know what's going on with Vanderpump Rules. We're deciding how we're going to pivot, and so oh, we may have something really fun and relative to review. We'll, we'll talk yes, about that. Yeah, we may have a big surprise coming up, so that will be super fun. But your guys' support of, like Sarah just said, giving us a five star review helps us so much um you know supporting our sponsors when we have them is amazing um all of that stuff is so helpful and just you guys continuing to be in our facebook group and active on our social media is so helpful yeah go check out our pumpkins um we still have to post a couple new ones that we're gonna do i believe this weekend yes and so you can do that on Instagram, Vanderpump Rules Party on Instagram, or and also please follow me, Sarah C O C. So S A R A H C E E O C. Yeah. Um. So we'll look for you there, and feel free to reach out, Vanderpump Rules Party at gmail.com if you want to leave a voicemail, and we'll play it on the air. It's eight oh five Vander eight. Yeah, and, and th- yeah, and thank you to everyone that does email us. Like you guys, it's so awesome when we when you guys reach out. And even if you're just like, oh my gosh, I laughed so. Like Sarah got so many compliments during the last podcast of people saying your voice was so funny when you did Randall or whatever. Like you have no idea how much that makes our day. Like it's so cool to hear from you guys that you enjoyed something. You know, so um, thanks you guys so much, and we'll yeah. be back next week.
Sounds good. Thanks. Okay, bye. Have a good weekend. Bye. bye.